Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let me title our message, Faith for the Next Level. Faith for the Next Level. Amen. There's a young man that I met 10 years ago. He was then a young man. Now he's grown into a man. He's married. He's got his children. But 10 years ago, when I met him, 10, 11 years ago, I had hired him to do something uh, for the church. And so he came and then he got it done. And when I looked at the work he did, I was like, this young man is young, but he's promising. And so I said to myself, and then later went to him and spoke to him. I said that in the coming years, if I need anyone to do such a job, you are the one I'm going for. Because I see so much potential in you and I believe you need help also in order for you to get to where you want to get to. So after speaking to him, that was it. I was minding my own business. He's minding his own business. Seven years later, I called him. And when I called him, he was so shocked. Pastor, I thought you have forgotten about me. I thought you have forgotten about me. I said, no, 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 I don't do that. I keep my promises. If I said it 30 years down the lane, I'll still get it done. And so I need you now to come and do another job. Hallelujah. But this time, this one, is something that is going to stretch you a bit. He said, a man of God, I'm ready, so let's get it done. So I brought him to the place. I showed him what I want him to do. And he looked at it and he was looking at me. He said, Pastor, we are used to doing it this way. I said, yeah, that's what I was talking about. This time we won't do it that way. We're going to go further. Hallelujah. I'm going to pay attention to detail. We're going to make sure that it becomes better than what you did. At the first time. So three years ago, four years ago, I contracted him and he started working. When he started working, we got to, he came with his boys. So the boys, you know, boys, apprentices, they always want to close early. They want it done in a shortcut. They don't want to be stressed in any way. They want money in their pocket as soon as possible. Hallelujah. They come to work late. They close early. Amen. Boys are always like that. Apprentice. I don't know what is wrong with them. Amen. But one day they become masters. And so I saw them, they said that they want to do it the way the master said, no, that's not what the man of God wants. He said, we should do it that way. Some of the things, they wanted it straight. I said, I wanted it concave. And they had never done anything like that before. So there was a struggle. And I would say, okay, come to work tomorrow morning. Come early, I'm going to be there myself. And I'll show you how we're going to get this done. So with my knowledge, I would tell them that this is how we're going to get that shape. And they try it, and then we get it. And they said, oh, wow. Oh, software architect. And I said, no. But I can see. I'm an artist. I know that things can be. If you can think, you can get things done. And so while we were forming and doing it, we got to the most critical one. We're supposed to form a circle. And the guy was thinking, Pastor, I don't know how we're going to do this. I said, we did a concave. So by the same method, we're going to get the circle done. So he had to call the man that trained him 
And the man came there himself the following week. We sat down together, we planned, and we judged and kept thinking, and we formed it, and we got it done. Now, after that, this man became so excited, and he had gotten to a certain level, amen, in his craft that he never thought he would be able to get there. So he began to use my place as his point of reference. Now he meets anybody and say that, oh, let me go and show you some of my works. Then he will come to my place. I did that. And the people are, you did this, you did that, you are on. And started having a lot of contracts. I introduced him to one of my best friends, a pastor. He hired him. He went and did the same thing. Then the guy began to make a lot of money. He built his house and bought a car. And after building his house and buying a car, now he has money. He's become a big man. He's got equipment for his job. And he's taking good care of his family. And then he mentioned to his pastor that I met a man that changed my life. He made me climb to a level I never thought was possible. And that is what has brought the change. So the pastor called me. He said, oh, yeah, my church member is saying this man of God. God bless you so much. I wish you have a lot of men like you so that our members will all rise up from the levels they are in. And the guy started making a lot of money. He started sending me money every now and then, tight on some of the business and contracts he, contracts he will have, and went to do the job at my pastor friend's place also. So I've always been in his mind. He does jobs for me still, but this time, whenever he does, he says, Pastor, whatever you want to pay, I'm, I, I just, I'm okay with it. So I pay him gracefully, hallelujah. I, I pay him pastorally, amen. You know, Pastor Salah, can I hear an amen here? And, and he's so excited all the time, thanking me all the time for what he has become. Then he had a dream early this week. In the dream he had, I had gone to his house and called him to go to a place with me. When we got there, I was with this, my pastor friend that he worked for also. And we took him out. We took him to a restaurant, a very powerful place. To him, he told me it's like a seven-star hotel restaurant. And when we went and we got there, we were going to eat. When you sat me down with you on that table, I said, I don't deserve this place. So I got up from the table and I went to a corner and sat down. And I sat at the corner and I was looking at the place. I said, wow. Mm, what a place. What food. And then when the food was served, you got up and came to my corner and spoke to me to get up and come to the table. So I got to the table, and then he said something worse. He said that when the food was served and I started eating, I was saying to myself, all oh, this food would be very expensive. The man of God should have given me the money <laughs> to do something more valuable with it. Then he said that, Pastor, that was the dream I had. I don't understand it, so I had to call him. Instantly, the Holy Ghost gave me the meaning of the dream, so I told him. And after I had told him the meaning of the dream, and we had prayed, throughout Monday, Tuesday, I was brooding over what God showed the guy. And the Lord told me, this is how a lot of my children are. Amen. I do things they acknowledge and they know that I'm the source. I try to put them on the next level. They resist it. They look at their history. They look at where they are coming from. They look at the limits they are and they think, ah, we are privileged. Not even everybody is here. They become stagnated. 
and they don't allow me to move them to the next level. We were two men of God in the dream with him. God was saying that doubly, I want to take you to the next level. You become good in your job, you have your home, you are married, you have car, but that's not it. I'm an unstoppable God, hallelujah. I showed you through the dream these two men of God who have helped you to get to where you got to. And what I'm saying is that I'm about to move you to the next level and you better get ready, hallelujah. So he became so excited and he said, Pastor, you know, Pastor, in the dream I was wearing my work clothes. What he wears to work, his apron and uh, overall and stuff like that. So, so I was feeling so inadequate. I was feeling so ordinary. I felt I don't deserve it so much. And I was literally begging you, the Pastor, don't take me to that level. But you refused and you got me there. And God said, that's how some of my children are. I have a plan, I have an intention Every year comes. You know, God does things in every year. I remember that parable. Because God said, I have that intention. I have that plan. I want to lift people up. I want to take them to levels in life. But they're always looking at themselves that they don't deserve it. They don't qualify. They're not up to that. Now, what makes it even more sad is that I am the one that has brought them to the present level. It's not that my hand is not in it. It's not like they did it themselves. I did it. I brought him up to that point. He, he was nobody. Nobody was even, nobody even knew his craft. He had come out from the hands of the master and he's not having any contracts. But I took him from that level and I brought him in a young man of that age, about 34 years, he has his own house now. He built it within three years. But he's now not ready for the next level. And that's the problem with a lot of my children. Fast forward. I'm coming to church. I leave the car with mommy. I said, get me bolt to go to church. So the bolt comes. I get into it. And we are going to church. I tell the driver, when we get to that point, stop. Because I want to pick something. While we get there, I'm like, we're almost there. I'm like, just here, just here, just here. The more I say just here, the guy is accelerating and moving faster. So we pass by the point and he stops ahead. And I said, I told you that just there, stop there. He said, oh, I thought you want us to go further a little bit. I said, now what you have done is that I have to get down and walk back. Then he said, okay, I'm so sorry, you just were so. Now he's reversing against traffic. A lot of cars, this guy is reversing. He's putting my life at risk. But we got there finally and I pick it up. Then I have an electrician, same week. I call him to come to the house to do some work. And then I give him an instruction. I, instru- I said that, when you get there, because I'm getting out of the house, and he has to work. When you get there, there's a first room on the right, and there's a second room on the right. Then there's a third room on the left. So start the work on the first room on the right. And I'm coming. When I turned and came back, he was on the first room on your left. And I asked him, why are you here? He said that I thought because you are going out, you will lock up the first room on the left. That's why I'm working on the first room. Uh, you will lock up the, the room on the left. That's why I'm working there. So that when you come, you will lock it up. You are in my home. You are on my turf. I am the one that contracted you. And I've instructed that do it on the first room on your right. Is on the room on the left. Because he thinks I'm about to leave. Then the Lord told me that's exactly how my people are. 
It's so hard for them to follow. A lot of them, when I'm talking, they are thinking. When the Bible is telling us that this is the way to get to where you want to get to in life, in marriage, in career, in human development, in spiritual development, when I'm telling you this is the way to go about it, a lot of them are thinking. Now, it is easy and it is okay when we do debates and try to do expositions and evaluations on the word, when we try to question God's existence, when we do a case for God and try to delve into it and, and turn it round and round and, and talk around it and in it to see whether that is good. It's fine, but it's for those who want to propound certain theories and shove it down the throat of some people. But if you follow God with a desire to see his hand, when you want a miracle, when you want a breakthrough, when you want a divine intervention at the speed with which you want it, you can't even think when God speaks. You don't have that luxury. The Bible said, and that's what you want to do. God said, and that's what you want to follow. It's fine for those who do all sorts of expositions and sometimes even come up with statements that, well, that thing is in the Bible, but it's not relevant. It's fine for them. Probably they're trying to do scholarly or achieve some kind of a, 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 a knowledge or, or some kind of a philosophy or something. We don't know what they want to do with it because God remains the same. It's not for the person that said that God, I need your miracle of healing right now. I can't analyze that. I can't analyze that. It's a new year. I want to see you moving in my family. I want to see you moving in my life. You, you can do that. You don't have time for that. You just want to believe him because he said that once I have spoken, twice I have heard. Once God speak to somebody that needs intervention right now. Oof. Can you imagine somebody who is trying to analyze God and he's on his sick bed. Or they are saying that God help me. Father heal me. Lord deliver me. They are not lying down there who give birth to God. And who is God's grandmother? God said, that is the challenge with some of my people. They try to think, I don't know what to, can you imagine this uh, electrician? I am the one that brought him. He is in my house. And he's thinking that I don't know I'm leaving, so I have to lock up. He's the one thinking that I don't know what I'm talking about by giving that instruction. Faith for the next level means that this year there are things that God wants to do in your life. Are you ready to get to that point? Faith for the next level means that He is ready to ignite your faith and make it so alive that it will be possible for you to get to where God wants to get you to. You cannot analyze God and come to a conclusion when He has given you another fresh year. Another fresh year. Sometimes what he wants to do in your life in a particular year is so wonderful. But somebody is thinking that looking at where I'm coming from, looking at where I've gotten to. Do you know that there are people that are locked up in life simply because to them, I have HND. So they look at their life, I have HND, I have first degree, so I can't get to some levels because I don't have that certificate. 
There are people that think like that, but when it comes to God and grace and favor and the power of God, somebody doesn't even have the HMD. Somebody doesn't have the first degree. Somebody doesn't qualify. And God puts them out there. I see him putting you out there in the name of Jesus. For some people, all they have had is believe and faith and hope and trust in God. And they get to places that people... Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. High and mighty and powerful cannot sometimes even get to. Or they can get things done that people in high positions will not be able to get them done. So this guy, God is saying that here is where you have been. I want to take you higher. But he's not ready. He's not ready. He's thinking that the money should have been given to him to use it. The restaurant buffet money should have been given to him to manage it properly. By Gobi. Oh, Gobe, hallelujah. Gobe, and save the rest for better things. No matter what the devil thinks, you're going to get there. This year, you have faith for the next level. Every year, God does that. You remember the parable of the, of the, the owner of the vineyard? They said that he had this uh, vine tree that was not bearing fruit. So his servants came and said that it has not been able to bear fruit, so let's cut it. He said, no, you leave it the next year. Then God waited another year. Not even that. There are seasons in a year, but God did not wait for another season. He waited for a year. Give it a whole year. And the Bible said after the first year, it never brought forth fruit. So they wanted to cut it down. Then the Lord said, no, don't do that. And then the word of the Lord said that they left it another year, no fruit. And then they said, we're going to cut it down. They said, no, don't cut it down. Leave it another year. In a year, God does amazing things. It's beyond 365 days. Is somebody here? A year is a period of grace that God gives men to turn around their life. Into the third year, and it was still fruitless. And when they came and they were ready, they said, Abbas, now I think after three years, this thing has to be thrown away. And then he said, no, 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 go dig around it and apply fertilizer. And they did. And the fourth year on, they saw fruit. It takes a year to turn your life around. And this year, God is turning it around. Now, here is the catch. No matter what level you have gotten to, God is ready to take it higher. Let me prove that to you. Ezekiel 47. Come with me now. I told myself, son, are you ready? Because now, what God is saying, that he's going to move this, your craft, to higher levels. You're going to places, you'll be shocked. He said, pastor, now I'm ready. Thank God. Thank God for the dream. In Ezekiel 47 and the verse number 3, look at this. 47.3 And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits and he brought me through the waters. Somebody say waters. 
the waters were to the anchor level. Now, each time you see waters in the Bible, it means the move of the Spirit and the power of the Word of God. Anytime you see waters, God is saying, my Spirit is on the move and my Word. The powerful activity, the unending powerful work of the Word of God. Now, all of us are sitting here today because of what the Word has done in our lives. Do you know that? And it's unending. He keeps doing it. He keeps doing it. He keeps doing it. He keeps renewing it. So you see waters. God is telling about his move in the spirit. And then you see waters. Then he's talking about the power of his word to change and transform things. In fact, Jesus in John chapter 6 says that the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. So waters. He's talking about his spirit and his word. So this man measures a thousand cubits. And when the thousand cubic measure was done, the Bible said that the waters were at the ankle of the prophet. He had stepped into it and he realized that the level of the water was here. The ankle level of the waters represent human effort. The first step you make, the first common level of what things God does in people's life. Everybody has been at the ankle level before. At the ankle level, some of us are pursuing uh, education. At the ankle level, some are pursuing apprenticeship, some kind of vocation, hallelujah, some kind of training. That's human effort. Human effort, human effort, human effort, the first stage of everything. Everybody born in Ghana will go to school to a certain level, and then by our human effort, we're able to acquire certain skills and abilities, professions, our gifts and talents are developed. We begin to see results. We get jobs and then we get salary. We're able to begin our life and do the things that our, our fathers did and our mothers did. And we do things that men do and people in greater heights do all by human effort. Human effort can set up your life nicely. It's very interesting. Human effort can bring you to a place, uh, a place of your dream, a place of your dream, especially depending on where you're coming from. Human effort can make you relax. Sometimes it can corner you or box you up in some kind of a comfort zone that makes you think, I've toiled and I've labored and I've made sacrifices and I've gotten here. Human effort, human effort, human effort. First step, everybody does that. So it can bring you to a place where you can get satisfied, yet frustrated. I've seen a whole number of people whose effort has been able to put them in certain places but never satisfied in life. Human effort is not the end of it. Human effort is the first step. So when, when God brings you into this, this august world of life, what is done is that there will be systems that will guide you to make the first step. And even in him, that first step is something that he is aiding you by his spirit to do. But it is never the level God wants you to get to. Much frustration, disappointment, and stagnation in life comes from this scenario where people believe that I've done everything to get here. Now I have a job, I've got my business, I've got a car, I've got a home, that's it. Human effort. But the thousand cubits that was measured the first that was portraying products of human effort was not where God was going to stop. He wasn't going to stop at that. He's, he, he's a, a moving God, a God on the move. He's unstoppable. The things God is going to do in your life are they unstoppable things. Are they are for things. God is never going to stop. Imagine God stopping 
for dwellers in the world. Now he said, now I'm stopping. I'm not going to be God. I'm not going to be doing anything. It will be like releasing nuclear bombs on continents on earth. Just two hours. God is not doing his stop. But every time he's on and he's pushing and he's doing something. As I preach to you, he's doing something in your life right now. God never stops. You dare not stop in life. At a human level, there seems to be some level of contentment in people. Yet, because life is ongoing, human levels set them up in a certain place and life continues and brings them to certain bridges and certain, certain gaps, certain hollow places in life and they're beginning to wonder, oh my God, am I good enough? Can I do this? I need more now. So you never stop at the human level. It is so common. In school, we used to look at this and say, oh, well, he's got a degree, got a degree. I hear people saying in Ghana, now, now, degree is not even the thing, hallelujah, it's become standard. Who has heard that before? Human level. You sit down with it, and you don't have expectations for God to do more. You're locking up your life, and you are shrinking your future. Here is what the angel did. At the level of the human level where some achievements have been done. He measured another cubit. Let's go on. Verse number four. Look at this. Again, he measured. Somebody say again. Somebody say that God will do something again in my life in the name of Jesus. I want you to say it with him to yourself. God will do something again. Again and again in my life in the name of Jesus. How many of you are expecting that? I don't care how last year was and I don't care how the past 10 years has been. What I see is a change. I see a new level. I see new wine powered into a new wine skin. I see somebody flapping his wings and getting ready to take an unprecedented flight. Receive the grace of God. Receive the power of the Holy Spirit to fly higher in life. It is a year. It's another opportunity and you're going to get there. Another measure of a thousand was brought through the waters. Still the spirit is moving and the word of God is working. Isn't it amazing? Hey God, you can stop, but still the Holy Ghost will move and his word will be active. Again, that's the essence of water. It finds its own level. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. We were trying to solve a a problem. These days I do a lot with the buildings. And we realized that where the, uh, what do you call it, um, the biodigester is supposed to be done, the land is watery. And usually the biodigester is able to burn the excreta and then the water with it is led to a certain place to soak away. And because the place is watery, the water is not able to soak out. So now, what do you do in such a situation? And again, we have to think. Thinking is powerful. Look at your neighbor. Tell the person, think. Oh. Hmm. I sat down with this guy and we started with thinking and thinking, how do we solve this? How do, because you try to dig a little bit deeper under the level of the, of the biodigester and water is just gushing out like that. So we are standing there, and that's the power of water. You, you, you try to stop it here with dry concrete, it finds another place, it's leaking in the same place. And so what we did, that we bought 
what do you call them? Uh, those uh, septic, uh, no, 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 polytank. What's in this? Why don't we buy a polytank and bury it? No water can get into it. Okay? So the water that is coming or the, uh, the waste that is coming, then we will put a submersible a pump into it. And at a certain level, it will just pump it all out. And the problem is solved. Because you can't resist water. You can't stop it. The more we try, the more the waters work up. That's the thing about the Holy Ghost. Hey, my God, he will not stop in your family. He will not stop in your business. God won't stop about your life. He will still be working. In some countries, they say God doesn't exist. In some places, they say the word of God is not relevant. He's still working. He's still working. He's still working. God will continue working in your life. Witches don't like it. He will work out. System doesn't like it. God will work. Too much bureaucracy. That's what God will keep working. You can't stop water. If a measure is arrived at, another measure will be given. And this time, the measure was at the knee. At the knee level is the level of prayer. The knee level is the level where we begin to call upon God. Now understand the difference between the two. There's a level of the human effort. Then there is the level where we begin to realize that at this point, we need more. And we must have God in this. And that's when we pray. There are some people who depend so much on their human effort that they don't pray. But the believer, you and I know that in order for us to get to where we are going to in this journey, we don't only need human effort. We need to call upon the heavens. We need to call upon God. We need to call upon Jehovah. Praise be unto the name of the Lord. It's always an honor to come to you at such a time of your day to bring you such truth, to bring you such light. And word of the Lord to begin your day with and to construct your day, your week, and the months coming with the word of the Lord. My name is Reverend David Seth Kwansa. I'm the head pastor of Mid Country Chapel. We meet at a Macomb traffic light opposite the children's park. And uh, every Sunday, our services start at 7 a.m. Uh, to 9.15, that is the first service and the second service starts at 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock. We invite you to come and fellowship with us. We invite you to come and worship with us. It's a season where God is doing powerful things in spite of the challenges that our world is going through. And so we're honored to have you tuning in to our broadcast and being part of this. I invite you every Thursday morning at exactly 5.20 on Love FM to come and be part of this. The Lord bless you so much. I'll be waiting for you at church. We have meetings also on Wednesday evenings at exactly 6 o'clock, which ends at 8. The Lord bless you and have a wonderful day. We'll be with you again. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.